0: Today's scripture is from Matthew. I'll be reading uh, from chapter 26, verses 26 through 29. And I'll be reading from the King James Version. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. If I asked you what the colors gold and purple mean, would anybody have some feedback for me? First thing you think of is royalty. I'm thinking of Something contemporary. I heard it. Lakers. Lakers. Now, I'm not going to ask for the wave or some kind of cheer or anything, because we're here to worship God, not the Lakers. But we have symbols in color and in form that tell us brand or identity. And the Lakers have branded their franchise of basketball, haven't they? As have Magic, although we don't know them quite as well. They're foreigners from Florida. It's sad, really. but um... No, it's been a very exciting series. Have you been following it? I, I, I've told you before I'm not a huge sports person, but I have probably watched more basketball with this series than in recent memory, and I have found it incredibly exciting to see how close these teams have ended up most of these games, and it's been really uh, kind of fun. I bring all that up because this is a very contemporary, very obvious example of of branding and how we pay attention to it. Had a professor at La Sierra, Charles Teal, who pointed out the importance of what was obvious, and that was the importance of symbols. This weekend is, uh, we celebrate Flag Day. Now, I don't usually put this flag up. It has a couple nails it hangs on, and it, it has its seasons in the sanctuary. But I put it up yesterday because of Flag Day this weekend and because of what I was talking about. Anybody who went to grade school in America or took a class to become a citizen knows what that flag is all about, what it symbolizes, We have how many stars? 50, symbolizing 50 states. We have colors. What does the red stand for? Blood. Blood. Freedom comes at a cost, doesn't it? Do we all acknowledge that? What does the white stand for? I hear a chorus of different things, a little louder. Freedom. Purity. Purity. And that is a symbol that is connected to our Christian understandings as well, too. How about the blue? Huh? Sky, huh? I'm I'm not sure myself. I think it has to do with loyalty. It means loyalty. True blue, have you heard that? Yeah. So there are colors. What do? How many stripes are there? Thirteen. 13. And what did the stripes refer to? The 13 colonies that were originally formed into a what? More perfect union. union. Congratulations. Most of you really did pass your basic... Uh, civics class or whatever. This is a symbol that defines us as what? Americans. Citizens of the United States or residents of the United States in process. You see, for us, this is a symbol of bravery. It is a symbol of freedom. It is a symbol of hope. It is a symbol of capitalism It is a symbol of pride and identity. And while we could talk about what the freedoms in relationship to this symbol look like and how the symbol ought to be handled, generally we handle such symbols with respect and with reverence, don't we? Symbols take on a form of sacredness. And they do so because within simple material, cloth, dye, stitching, we find something very deep and very personal and very powerful. I love watching, I mean love watching the opening ceremonies for the Olympic Games. Because, yes, my symbol of identity nationally is there, but so are 200 plus others. And this sea of humanity represented in different colors, in different symbols, in different stripes, things that have come to have meaning for their national identity. And it's exciting. We as Christians have a flag as well, don't we? Anybody know what that looks like? What is the background? White, correct? Gold. Well, let me remind you. It's. uh, I never do this, and it's very bad form, and I apologize. I'm going to leave you and go to my office momentarily because I have one there. I'll be right back. another symbol this is in three colors white standing for what purple standing for the royalty of who jesus have you seen me put purple color on the on the podium here what does that symbolize royalty jesus the royal colors the tribe of judah jesus the king and the cross Symbolizes what? The cross symbolizes his sacrifice atoning for our sins and what does the red color symbolize? Blood. Is there a similarity there? Blood. In the symbol of our nation it took blood sacrifice to make us free. Now, I am not trying to be particularly political. If we want to, we can find stains in our symbols. We have not executed our ideals perfectly. We have not always acted bravely or justly, corporately. But the symbol nonetheless has power because especially in this flag, the cross of Christ, he always did act justly, didn't he? He always did act mercifully. And his blood sacrifice wasn't something that had to be ongoing. It was once for all. Jesus' death atones once for all for our sins. There are other symbols that must be very near and dear to us. What does the number seven symbolize? Completion. Completion. And really, that is the definition of another word. What is the word? Perfection. Seven symbolizes perfection. It also symbolizes something else. What does it symbolize? We're here today on the... I'm working here. I'm working. It symbolizes our day of rest and worship, doesn't it? How about the number 40 have any kind of symbolic value for you there are lots of times in scripture when the word the number 40 emerges isn't there lots you'd be surprised how many how about three does that number have any value for us what do we think of trinity father son and spirit how about an apple is that a symbol of anything temptation isn't it poor apple it got a bad rap I'm guessing that what Eve took was really a persimmon okay that'll be my guess Uh, I think it was a persimmon and if you like persimmons you know how fabulously tempting that could be if you don't you could understand why potentially it could be a killer but the apple has come to symbolize temptation and the fall of humankind How about the rattlesnake? Or serpents in general? How do we symbolize? What do they symbolize to us? Poison or sin. What about a serpent wrapped on a pole? It symbolizes what in today's world? I'm hearing so many things. The medicine, basically. You see... On military designations of medical service, you see a symbol of a snake wrapped on a pole. And that is still a symbol of medicine today. Why was that symbol adopted? No, not pagan. Moses. When Israel was in the wilderness... Paula just told the story. If you heard it, Israel had fallen into sin. Snakes had come into the camp and were biting and killing people. And God told Moses to take a serpent and wrap it on a pole in, I believe it was copper, and lift it. And anybody who looked would be cured of the effects of their snake bites. That is where that symbol of medical cure came from, medical service. I'm sure if we talked about logos, we could sit here all day. A simple check mark has become symbolic of just do it, which is Nike. Absolutely. A light bulb has become symbolic of GE and Edison, basically. Yes, mostly Edison. We have so many different corporate logos that are instantly recognizable to us. Golden arches in the form of an M have come to symbolize heart disease and arteriosclerosis (laughs) and obesity in America. A big white jack-in-the-box figure, same story. In fact, we could go down the fast food list. They all mean the same thing, don't they? Symbols have come in many ways to define us and sometimes very negatively. Sometimes it's colors for a gang or certain styles of caps or certain prefixes tattooed in certain places on the body. Whatever these symbols that define us are, we have choices about them. And the symbol that we celebrate today that defines us is the symbol of the cross. It is the symbol of Christ, God made flesh, who dwelt among us. The symbol of other who becomes one with us, one of us. The symbol of broken humanity, A life of love shattered in hatred and cruelty. It has become a symbol of shame and pain. It is a symbol of regrettable loss. And most importantly, it is a symbol of emergent victory. For the one who submitted to this heinous form of death, and by the way, H O E N E S does not spell heinous. You'd be amazed how many times I get that. Paging Mr. Heinous. submitted to this awful form of torture and death he gave up the energy of life with the words it is finished he negated the apple and the serpent he brought healing and grace and hope to all peoples. People with different flag symbols. People with different flag symbols than we honor. Today we're going to join in symbols of body and blood, and in symbols of humility and grace. We're going to start that, as is our denominational practice and custom, with the symbol of humility. I'm going to be very brief about this because almost everybody here knows, but in case you don't, in biblical times, foot washing was an act performed by a slave or servant. Roads were difficult and dusty and strewn with animal dung and meals were eaten foot to head around a table and when they came to the passover meal it would have been customary for a slave to clean their feet to wash them and prepare them for this meal but no slave no servant had been hired or found the disciples had overlooked that detail in their preparations for Passover and they were all stuck. Today we would call it a goyim. And if you've lived in a Jew- Jewish neighborhood, maybe you've had the chance to be one. I have. Walking in my neighborhood in Los Angeles on a Sabbath morning, I would encounter Jews in great distress. Are you Jewish, they would say? No. Are you sure, they would say? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm just wondering if I could... Yes, what do you need? wondering if I could trouble you to turn my air conditioner on. Why, of course. Show me the way. You see, to flip the switch from off to on would be to make a fire. And to make a fire is prohibited for those who keep the Sabbath day. And they would not want to profane their Sabbath even if it was 105 degrees and 90% humidity. So being the non-chosen person that I am, it was okay if perhaps I would sin on their behalf and light a fire. And being that person, I was happy to sin on their behalf that they might be comfortable in the grace of Sabbath, which I understand in the light of Jesus Christ. Uh, This is where I'm pointing. Which I understand in the light of grace and hope and truth and love. So this first symbol is one of cleansing and we all have the, the the luxury of participating. Oh yes, it's odd in this culture, but most of us have pedicures and have showered and all of that sort of thing. So I really want to encourage everybody to participate. We serve one another in humility and we come back to this feast, this symbolic again cracker for body grape juice for blood we remember that Jesus did what he did for us and for this wonderful sea of humanity that surrounds us. And not just for us alone, but for every tribe and every tongue and every nation and every person. And that God's universal love is translated in his son into a universal desire that not one of us, not one of us should be lost, but that all of us should be saved and live eternally with him. And so, Lord, we go forth in your grace, grateful for your love, your sacrifice, your power, and your hope, praising the one who was and is and is to come. Amen.